listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this afternoon. I'd like to welcome back to the studio the founder and the head trainer at Elite Personal Training, Nathan Solia. Nathan, it's great to see you this week. How are you? Good to see you, Noreen. I'm great. Very good. Well, this week, we we don't really know who Nate is, really. We, we don't know what you <laughs> like to do, what you don't like to do. We, we had you on uh, on the program for, for, for years now. Um, so perhaps this week you can share with our listeners, what's your personal favorite uh, workout routine right now? Not 20 years ago, not 10 years ago, but right now as a seasoned veteran trainer. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, that's really good because it has it has changed quite a lot over the years. Because now you know more what you like, what suits your body and what doesn't work. And you know what I find is, is like sometimes on a Monday after, a, you know, a big weekend or a long weekend, it's just, you know, really nice to have a stretch and a mobility workout. So my workouts tend to be... Um, I, I've I've become gone back to basic. One of the one of the biggest things I'm doing right now is running. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I used to hate it, despised I, it. I still do. People say it relaxes you. I, I feel know. stressed. So what? Mo- I, I'd love to get into it. So what motivated you to start? Yeah, that's that's funny, you know, because the thing is, is like before I've hated running. I, I just couldn't find it any nothing more boring <laughs> to do one step after another, but. Because of the weather, and only it's just started getting hot, because of the weather, it's been really nice to run outside. And, you know, where I'm based right now, you know, I work out of the Hong Kong Country Club and running along Deepwater Bay to Repulse Bay along the, you know, along the Esplanade. It's beautiful. Great view. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So that's one of my, you know, that's one of my go-tos right now. The other one is is a mobility and a um, uh, a strength workout, and my my workouts now. So, if I can describe it, is you, the, for those who don't know and have never seen me, I'm 47 years old. So, you know, my body is not the same as it used to be when I was 27 or even 17. But because of what I know now, mobility and flexibility is one of the most important things in my workout now. So I always start mobilizing my spine and I start mobilizing the joints that I'm going to use. So for example, if I'm going to be doing a push pattern or a pull pattern or a press pattern, I really mobilize my shoulders, I really mobilize my neck, and so that way I've got a a good range of motion. Now the other things that I do after the mobilizations is I stretch muscles that I know that are tight. Now for me, I have muscle imbalances, believe it or not. Even I have muscle imbalances. So, you know, for example, my right chest is tighter than my left chest. And Are you right-handed? Is that why? Or? Funny, I'm left-handed. <laughs> then what's the explanation? Then? Well, that's really a good point. That's a really good point. I'm not actually sure. But the thing is, is I don't throw left-handed much anymore. I don't write left-handed anymore. I'm on a computer. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm doing a bench press. Or I'm doing, you know, the the same arm each time. Now that's a really good point of you pointing out why my chest is tight on my, my my left. Now one of the things that I've had is, is I don't know if you've ever seen is, is that I, when I look at people, I sometimes tilt my head to the right. Oh. Now the reason part of that is is because I'm really tight on one side of my neck, and I that also. <laughs> you notice that, right? You get these photos taken, you got this funny puppy dog look on your face. You go, what is that about? So, 
so my right chest is tighter than my left chest. So I stretch my right chest a little bit more than my left chest. I, I, I have other muscles on my body that I stretch more than I, than I do the other side. And that just rebalances me up a little bit. And then I stabilize my body in a you know in you know in perfect form so one of these things and and i don't you're gonna have to google this one it's called a horse stance horse stance horizontal lift oh okay what's that? looks like a bird dog you know you got a dirt you know dog pointing yeah. and his tails out the back where you got the leg out the back oh, yeah, and one yeah, yeah. out the hand at the front so that that really starts to to fire all the muscles in my spine and then I do some lower abdominal work because I know that's really important and I also get my obliques firing as well when I know if you don't know what obliques are they're <laughs> the muffin top yeah the muffin top yeah exactly <laughs> like you know here's here's a here's a little thing you may not know you're not going to get rid of the muffin top just by doing oblique crunches no so those infomercials were fake they're fake <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone heard that. Yeah. And and so like I fire these obliques, I fire the core, and then like I said, if I'm doing a weight workout, I'm doing a push push pattern or a pull pattern, you know, I'll do um, a, a single arm stuff. I love single arm, you know, cable pushes, um, single arm, single arm, one arm bench press on a Swiss ball. So I use a lot of stability work. First of all, it allows me not to lift too heavy, you know, because, you know, when you lift too heavy, sometimes it's quite easy to just hurt yourself. And the second thing is, is that incorporates all the stabilizers in my core, you know, so that way my push pattern becomes more functional because when I'm pushing with a cable, I'm pushing on a door, you know, I'm pushing, you know, I'm pushing the table or, or whatever that push pattern may be. But it becomes a functional pattern, or it might be a golf swing, or it might be a tennis swing, or it might be whatever sort of you know rotation pattern that I have. So I, I tend to do a lot of single arm stuff. I really like is like single leg stuff at the moment, and I do it with bare feet. No shoes, no yeah, socks. Yeah, no shoes, no shoes, no socks. And what I do is, is I'm gripping the floor with my feet. Uh. Because the thing is, is like, how often do you spend time out of your shoes? Yeah. Not much. Probably at home, you know, in the evenings. I'm Asian. We wear flip. We wear slippers. At home. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, grip that flip flop, <laughs> and you know, so you know, it becomes a little bit like a, a bit of a monkey exercise. So I'm actually gripping the floor with my feet because there's two. The, your feet are your roots. And if you if your feet become really weak, you'll find that. And I've seen them people walking down the street and they have a little bit of a waddle. You know, they're they're not using their calves at all. They're just sort of swinging their legs forward. And you'll see that. You know, when you when you see people with not very strong feet, not very yeah. strong calves. And I I don't know how many people I've spoken to, but you know, when they've torn their Achilles or um, you know they're sprained their ankles or things like this. Just by, you know, I've just slipped off a curb or, or not even thinking about it. You Nowadays, know? people are texting while walking. It's well, that last step it always. Is. Yeah. It is, right? They roll that ankle. Yeah, well, yeah. So, so, you know, being able to get your feet activated, I think that's one of the pieces that, you know, that I, I really have gotten into. You know, it's all been about the core. Right. But now it's been, you know, incorporating the actual the limbs, you know, my hands and my feet. 
And so, you know, I, I, I'm trying to do as many different things with my hands and my feet. One of the things the other day I'm trying to master, and one of my trainers is doing, he's doing a single hand, sorry, single hand, two finger push up. What? I'm like, oh, man, that's Bruce Lee stuff. <laughs> that is Bruce Lee stuff. Right? There's no way I'm not even close to that. I'm not even close to doing a single hand, single hand, you push know, planted push up. But I want to be able to get that. That would be such a cool wow. thing to do at parties, right? That would be, yeah. yeah. Look at him. It's, the sing- <laughs> it's a single hand, two finger push up. Guy. <laughs> yeah. What about as you've learned, you know, you've learned um, a lot over the years. Was there something or a workout routine you used to do, but you find that you no longer enjoy as much or you just no longer find it serves you as much? Yeah, the high intensity stuff. That's the thing that I really, um, you know, that I've sort of veered away from. Um, And one of those things is like it makes me feel sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it makes me feel dizzy. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I, I get the high intensity stuff is really beneficial, you know, for, for some people and it gets really great results. And some people love that feeling. My theory is, is like, you know, they love that feeling of nearly dying and they don't die. They go, oh, God, I didn't die. I feel fantastic with this euphoric feeling. But for me, like, I've done it so many times, you know, I, I'm now I'm like, you know what, give me a three minute hit. But, a whole 45 minutes of hit, I'm done with that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So how? at what point did you start to veer away from it? Was it when you started to get sick or is it because you just, it, yeah, because you just started to physically feel a bit ill from doing it? Yeah, I think I think I started doing it because um, I, I stopped doing it because first of all, I was feeling sick and second of all, it was taking a toll on my joints as well. So, Good you know, point. Because yeah, because uh, they of the of the weight that they use, they keep yeah. it's like a real competition. Yeah. to add more and more. Yeah, because a lot of hit stuff tends to be um, high repetition. Um, you know, going to fatigue. Um, and and at times high impact, yes. you know, like jumps and bounds and things like this, and and uh, and throwing things and catching burpees, things. double unders. Yeah, burpees are just oh, oh my god! You know, the burpees are just like one of the 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 biggest ones that I will not do with any client anymore. Oh really? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. I had this client I had at my fitness retreat, and it was six a.m. in the morning. And it was like one of the first two or three exercises that she she was doing. She didn't have a good night's sleep, and um and she said when she was doing it, she was like, "Oh my god, my back feels really sore." And I was like, "Okay, well let's go on iset and we'll stretch you, we'll stretch out whatever we need to stretch out." By mid morning, she was like, "I need a I need a I need to lie down." Um. And then by the afternoon, we had to take her to hospital. <gasps> Because it was just like that. So from that point on, I was like, you know what? There's so many other ways of skinning a cat. I don't need to do burpees. Uh, I, you know, I agree. I'm not a big fan of burpees. I think it really takes its toll on you. And it makes me feel sick as well. You yeah. know, back in the day when I was a bit fitter. Uh, but, you know, it's always the one that, you know, trainers make you do just to drill it. Or, or you've got to have such good form and you've got to have form, a really exactly. strong core. Yeah. I mean, every time that you go down to, and if you, if you don't know what a burpee is, a burpee is when you, um, go down to the put your hands on the floor you chuck your feet out the back into a plank position just ready for a push-up sometimes what they'll do is is they'll get you doing a push-up at the same time and then you come up and then you bring your feet back in underneath your chest and then you stand and then you can jump in the air 
So there's so many points on that that you know you could bust yourself, right? So and then you go and do 20 of them, and I don't know if you've ever done 20 burpees, but my gosh, you're Probably. feeling it at yeah, 10. Exactly. And so you know the stress on your lower back is is incredible. So for me, it's like you know what I can I can get a a, a hit reaction by doing so many more other non-impact safer exercises than a burpee but really when when do you ever do a burpee in modern day life life anyway it's not really even that functional yeah unless you're playing a sport i get that you know if you're playing a sport but you know what i guarantee you uh you know a 25 year old guy playing rugby gets off the ground very differently than a 45 year old man playing rugby so you you really is there any real need to making a, a person that doesn't have a strong core to do burpees to get a, a hit you know a, a feet you know a get to get the hit response yeah well it's been very nice to know what you've been up to and your own personal favorite uh, workout routine Nate I hope our listeners will also feel inspired and also uh, discover their own sort of fitness journey and how it's changed from oh absolutely you know, like you said it's changed from when you were 17 27 and now at 47 it's and I'm sure it's gonna change when I'm 57 exactly. and 67 exactly yeah. and then 97 <laughs> Ah, fingers crossed. Many thanks for your time this week, Nate, and I look forward to chatting with you uh, the week after because uh, next week is a public holiday. Thank you very ah, much. Thanks for having me, Noreen.